What's up, everybody? We're back again with a new episode. We're talking about some of the things that went down in Europe, from the England FA Cup to the Serie A, Mario bottling it once again, and down to the Spanish La Liga, some clubs clowning themselves as usual. So, but without further ado, welcome to the latest episode of Back on a Podcast. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm great, I'm great. Um, you said some clubs clowning themselves. Is that a certain Barcelona who dropped points yet again? Uh, uh, when you have a, a some senior that is rushed, well, that's what you expect to happen once in a while. Um, and 7.0? In terms of, like, red cards, maybe 30 career red cards? If he's if Sergio Ramos, then is is on course to achieve greatness. No, 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 not the greatness, the rashness. Of, of course, of course, of course. You want to differentiate. <laughs> I've said my own part. So let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so let's start with the German Bundesliga. We saw Bayern Munich have to field what was actually a pretty strong 11, but then the bench was depleted because most of their squad has COVID. Even, we even have Manuel Neuer and Lucas Hernandez still in the Maldives because they have COVID. They're they not allowed back in Germany yet. Um, and I don't know. Can we blame this on COVID or were Bayern too lax in terms of... Because Bayern have not beaten Mönchengladbach. Or not lax. Or like, is Mönchengladbach their kryptonite? Because they didn't win their first game of the season. They lost 5 nil DFB poker and now they lost 2-1. Might be, might be, might be the uh, cannot still um um like like uh, um dismiss the fact you know all this when you you have a squad that's depleted the chemistry won't be there in terms of bringing the players that you bring in and even when you look at they're even coming from holiday too. So it's a result that, that I think it's just a way to next match game or next game. Yeah, I don't think Bayern should be worried about it. I think they will be fine when they get their full complement of the squad. But then Dortmund won barely from two goals down against Eintracht Frankfurt. Is there a title race on now or are they just giving us false hope? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's not pretend like there's a four. Uh, I, 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 want, I wanted to be optimistic for once. I wanted to be optimistic, but then I actually thought of as as that question left my mouth. I just need the answer. Yeah, thank God, thank God, you know the answer. So <laughs> it is what it is. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, Dortmund doesn't have the score to, to see it through come March and April. So is it? I think, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This score because their defense is, I think, is for all the big to Europe. I think Dortmund have the worst defense, and that's saying something considering how poor Juventus and Man United's defense has been this season. Hmm? No, and I don't think um, there's no the um. I don't think Barcelona 
Barcelona will have a kiss saying that Dortmund defense. Like Barcelona is. <laughs> I think, I think it's an award two of them can win. You know, joint winner. Barcelona, um, Javi, um, after this, I don't know, should I say it now or wait till we get to Barcelona? Because Javi said well, we'll Barcelona need to... When we get to Barcelona's turn, when we get to Barcelona's turn, let's not give away too much. We need the listeners to be hooping so that they listen <laughs> to the end. Okay, okay, okay. Um, strategizing there, I like it, I like it. Okay, so... Um, over to the, I don't say over to the Premier League, but not the Premier League. Over to England, though the English FA Cup. Two big stories for me weekend. United winning, but barely. Like the performance was still just, mm, it was just there. <laughs> At the end of the day, this um four four two system um four two. I don't even know how to say it. It's a mouthful. Four two um, two two two. two. Yeah, four two 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 two. Okay, so it's a system that Radnik is trying to make sure that he drills into these players, and you can see already like the players they're not used to it and they can't play well. Once again, it, it a bit. It was more like always four two three one yesterday times. At times, but still, you can still see like you know Fernandez still shitty performance. The game was a very very poor game, and to even no no no, no. Huh? no to cap it off to just let just hear me out to cap it off. The highlights of the game was Jesse Lingard's dribble. That's that shows you how terrible that match is. For Jesse Lingard to have right. a, a highlight in that game, that shows you how you bad know, the match was. You you talked about Bruno Fernandez giving a drop performance. Bruno Fernandez was world class compared to Rashford yesterday because at Rashford's decline is the most alarming I've seen this season. Like. Rashford last season and Rashford this season are two completely different people. Manchester United, uh, they should be very worried because if you see when Rashford is crying, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even talk, I've not even gone to Greenwood and and even though Wan-Bissaka didn't play yesterday, we know that Wan-Bissaka this season has been out, out of it. So like, but Rashford just epitomizes that. Exactly. Decline. And if I'm a Manchester United fan, I'll be worried too about missing Greenwood. Because basically, Greenwood is heading in that same direction. He might start crying. You know what? You know, you know. Okay, so now I'll put them into different categories. In my own opinion, I think Rashford is suffering from a lack of form and confidence, and I think Greenwood is suffering from overconfidence and hype. Greenwood was hyped, rightly so. Rightly so. He was showing a lot of promise, and then he allowed it to get to his head. He started being selfish with the ball, taking shots when he should pass, and just like dribbling excessively like yesterday there was a, he had a chance to bend it towards the far corner but he chose to dribble and then just so I think Greenwood is Rashford is worrying because of his form but Greenwood is worrying because of his attitude I think okay. that, that's a, way, a good way to sum it up I think that's a good way to sum it up and Gerard was unhappy because the the VR took about three minutes to cancel and as Sevilla go, um, was it the right decision at the end for you? And what's your take on? Because we hear this nonsense of clear and obvious. If you need three minutes to find something, then is it clear and obvious? Uh, to me, uh, this is the same thing. I see. Uh, I, I'll tell you something. From the onset, they went to chop off that goal. I'll tell you why. First, they looked at handball. 
second they looked at offside before they now went <laughs> to look at the main incident they see they were looking for reasons to chop off that goal and that goal didn't, didn't even stand in because before because they were just over analyzing the thing if they just went straight to the um, incidents where they fouled and um, Cavani to the build up, then everyone, everyone knows that okay, yes, they're doing something. But first, they're not looking was for it, hand was, off. was it far back for you? Yes, it was, it was too far back. But at the end of the day, if they are just gone with okay, this was the incident that, that led to the goal, this is why we're to go. That is better for everybody. But when you now start bringing handball, they didn't see handball. Oh, when I start bringing offside, they didn't see offside. They're not like, okay, okay, there's no way this goal should stand. Let's still go back. Let's still go back. Let's still go back. Like, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's annoying. It's annoying. But at the end of the day, it's the right call. Um, the player that fouled them, Cavani, was offside. So, it's the right call at the end. Yeah, I think it's harsh. But at the same time, it's right. I agree with you. That it, they just, it just seemed like they were looking for excuses to chalk off the goal. And they actually got the right excuse in the end. Um... Last thing I want to talk about in the match, we saw Mark Fred, our beloved McTominay and Fred combining for the goal. Fred with the cross, so absolutely abysmal defending from Asimvila to leave Tom free in the six-yard box. But credit to McTominay for actually being there and positioning himself. But now that leads me to Donovan de Beek, because we 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 talked about the fact that Oligono Socia was. Benching this guy, but at least Social was giving him starts in the cup. Now, Vanik is not even starting him in the FA Cup. It now looks like Ole loved Van der Beek compared to Vanik. The truth is, uh, you see all these things with all these players. It's the same thing with Ricky Puchas Barcelona. When you don't give them game time, they regress so much so that when the next manager comes in, they don't even have time to fill those players because they are. They are Heads on the line, so they have to put their best available eleven. So okay. there's no actual can, can, you, can you really know if someone has guessed so much if you're only seeing him in training? What if he's not yes, a good trainer? Yes, yes, you you can know, you can know because of the way they train. Yes, you, I understand that you can you can as well be a terrible I trainer. Think and Eddie Hazard, John Terry said that Eddie Hazard is like the worst trainer he has ever seen, but Eddie Hazard at Chelsea was absolutely sublime. But like you still know Eddie Hazard's natural ability. You can you can still see that, but like Van der Beek, he needs to be convinced in the training to actually feel the player. And for me, I think um, he should start looking for a way out for Manchester United because if he stays there any longer, he will regress so much and he will be declined. I think if, if just about his career, I should give January. I mean, this is just early January. This is just the eleventh, so he needs to leave ASAP. Yeah, I agree with you, one hundred percent. Now for Arsenal, Arsenal fans, you might you might have known this was coming, but I mean it's actually the biggest news, arguably, from this weekend. Arsenal are out against lower league opposition, championship opposition, um, Nottingham Forest. How on earth did that happen? Champions of Europe, you will never sing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm done, don't, don't laugh, don't I'm laugh. Not, I'm not I, fans, we're thinking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a fan, you know what? Yeah. But, but yeah, like, I, just, for context, just for context, in case some people don't know, Nottingham Forest, you know, we, we both know that they won the European Cup in the 70s, which is now the Champions League, but still the same trophy. 
and they've won it twice. Arsenal have still not won it, but so now they are imagine a championship club trolling Arsenal. Well, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, this just shows what we discussed in our previous episode when you asked me about Arsenal's um chance of finishing in the top four, and I said this to you Arsenal, they're in good form. They have a very good um, first 11. There are still areas they can still improve in their first 11, but they have a first 11 that works. When you take out that first 11 and start feeding some a- um, players in some certain um, positions, that team doesn't work at all because they don't have the quality on the bench or in the squad to actually start um, and, and thinking around with um, some certain aspects of um, the team. So, so that's what caused them. And going forward, Arsenal need to build a very good squad because, like this, they don't have the quality or strength yeah. in depth to compete. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they can address one area. I think they need a midfielder now in January. I think they yeah. can see. I think they can still cope with the striker situation till the summer when Abmayang and Lacazette will probably both leave. I think they can wait till then to get a striker. But I think midfielder now. But you know, hindsight is a very beautiful thing. If we had, if they had won the game, we would have said Ateta brilliant managing squad management because he gave game time to like five or six people who don't usually play. But then you know the thing for me was they were not playing in League One side, they were not playing in League Two side. So why are you resting so many players as one, and they were not playing in non-league side? Two, you're facing Liverpool in the League Cup semi-final. If Liverpool play their first team, no disrespect to Arsenal, but they are going to beat Arsenal. So how can you be resting people for Liverpool when you can just win the one that is in front of you now and go forward in the cup, in the FA Cup? Well, the truth is, like, uh, what I would just say to it is just shows um, the priorities of Ateta. So he has prioritized the other games and the top four challenge in the league. So instead of the FA Cup run. So just should be priority. And truthfully, I don't mean because when you look at it, yeah, they are they have a very, very good chance of finishing top for this season. But with, with the way we're seeing Manchester United declining, they have a very good chance. So at the end of the day, let's hope that the gamble that Teta chose to to gamble really pays off in the end from April. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to hope it pays off because I'm not an Arsenal fan. I have no no loyalties to Arsenal. If it pays off, it pays off. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I have no business with that. Um. Now, the opposite of what? At the Pep Guardiola and Jürgen Klopp using sledgehammers to kill flies. Um. <laughs> now, because... Now, I say this because... Chelsea played against a non-league side. Liverpool played against Shrewsbury, who I believe are in League Two. Um, so was it? No, sorry, not Liverpool. I this wasn't Liverpool. Rested everybody. That's usually club. So I meant Manchester City played against. Who did they play against? I can't remember. But City played against lower league opposition. And Pep started virtually everybody apart from Ederson, and I'm like. Is it is it better to do the Pep and Tukel way or the Ateta way? Now, assuming Arsenal had won, which one would have been better? Rest players or play your first team? 
Um, I think at the end of the day, it just depends on um what they are trying and um, trying to go for. But but at the end of the day, like you see, Pepajola doesn't gamble with any of these competitions. He likes going for it. He likes going for it. At the end, at the end of the day, that's why Man City end up winning a lot of trophies. But the thing for for me is the club own. I think club stopped me when he went for a strong when he went for a strong eleven. Um, so at the end of the day, they got the points that they went there to. Um, get and they're looking at it. They actually, they actually through to the next round. And I think for club, I think it's about momentum. They don't want to kill off this momentum that they have so that they can carry it into their um semi final um EFL run and into the um big um run. So I think at the end of this might be a good call for them. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, I think. You have to rest. Why is Lukaku playing against Chesterfield? For God's sake, like, like, you get like, I don't get that part. I know he scored and maybe he needed a goal to get him back on side against so, um, with the Chelsea fans. But is any Chelsea fan now singing the name of Lukaku all over London because he scored against a non league side? I don't think so. Um, so I think, I think Ateta overdid it, like, resting too many players. But then I think Tukel and Pep were just too wicked on the lower teams. I don't know. So there's there's actually no right or wrong answer. But personally, I would have rested a few more players than they both did. But who cares? They won. So it's the best decision they could have taken. Um. Now let's go over to Spain. We've already been tempted to talk about Barcelona before we should have. So now let's do it. Barcelona dropped points with um remind me, are they world class team again? Was it not Granada? Let's let's not act like you don't know the team. So let's, oh, let's, no, let's... I, I'm just asking, like in case like like maybe some listeners who don't know or something. Like, was... I don't understand I don't understand the question. Let's let's not be acting um pretending here. Yeah, we know what you are doing, so get to the point. <laughs> okay, so Barcelona, I, I was actually switching between this game and Chelsea's FA Cup game, but like, so I didn't really watch anyone fully. I guess I should have just picked one and stuck with it. Um, Barcelona played decently. What I saw, the parts I saw, until the red card, maybe the red card, was the red card the turning point or was it coming before the red card? Um, I would say the red card was the turning point because before then, um, Barcelona were getting counter-attacking opportunities to kill off the game. But um, you could, with what we've said it so many times this season, they cannot still kill off the game because they don't have that attacking threat. But the thing is, at the end of the day, like it's something that... Why, why, why I'm just bitter about it is when you look at it in hindsight, other, the rivals, Atletico Madrid, and um, I've forgotten who else is ahead of them right now, but they all draw points. And this was a good opportunity for Barcelona to capitalize. And if Barcelona had won that game, they'll be sitting in third right now. So it was a very poor and failed, um, and it was a very poor attempt on trying to bridge the top four gap. And it was a failed attempt on trying to retain um, um, the points. But at the end of the day, um, I, can't, I can't call me and start criticizing a 17-year-old because of he got a red card. Um, why? Think, why? Why? No, nah, because because it's. You see, I don't you, like, see the, you, 
You, you see okay. this thing you keep doing. You see this thing you keep doing. Let's let's babysit them. Let's spoon feed them. Oh, they are so little. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. It's uh, not like that. No, you're not even understanding me. No, no, you're not understanding yeah, me. Why would you? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. He should know better than that. He's already on the yellow card. He should know better. Yes, he should know better. But like, what is the point of criticizing a seventeen-year-old? Like, this is his. What's not point? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. First off, huh? this is his first professional season. And we're not even we're not even at like the um we're not, we're not even in like in okay, we've crossed the halfway point of the season, but like this is his first professional season. So if he keeps doing that, okay, then we cannot start criticizing him. But if it's Pedri that did that, we can criticize Pedri because Pedri has had a full professional season and he knows better already. But this guy is just coming in, he's 17 year old. So I don't understand what 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 we be what we are trying to get out of in criticizing a 17 year old. Like it makes no sense, man. Right? No, 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 no. Now see see what you're getting. I'm not criticizing him. I'm not I'm not crucifying him like oh Gavi is useless. This is this. I'm just saying what he did was a silly mistake. Is am yes. I am I that. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not hammering him, but I'm just pointing out that he made a mistake, which I, according to you, we should not say because he's seventeen. No, no, no. I never. I never said you should not say. That. Oh my God. Okay. Now you're twisting my words. Okay. The listeners can well understand that. Because you have a terrible what agenda. What What you're saying now is the same thing as so now Valencia's promising youngster, Yunus Musa. He he was trying to be Maradona in his own danger zone close to the Valencia post, basically. And then he was dispossessed and Madrid scored their third goal. So now, according to you, because he's 19 years old, I should give him a pat on the back and say, congratulations, next time. No, that's not what I said. We can, we can, we can, we can, we can. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I said. We can stay here and say, oh, you should do better next time, clear the ball. Um, safety first before any other thing. Safety, that's the priority. But coming here and saying, ah, Gavi should have been doing this, doing the DDD, talking about it constantly, like, it makes no sense. Like, uh, these these guys, they are still young and they can still improve in all aspects of their game. For example, you can hear me when I come here besides Bruno. These guys are top professionals that have been around the block for years. So, uh, those ones, they have, have nothing to, to there is uh, no hiding place for them. Do you, do you think do you think Gavi's aggression can be dumbed down as his career progresses? Because so we saw people like Gattuso, Guti, even Steven Gerrard, they were aggressive midfielders. Though obviously no one can match Sergio Ramos's red card telling, although he's a defender, but um can Gavi become less aggressive or is this who he is? Like is this but just this- no, that, that's how he is. That's how he is. And I like him like that. I like him like that. You can't bully him. Will you still like him? There's like 40 red cards. I don't understand what you mean by 40 red cards. Are you seeing the future? No, I'm I'm just... I'm, I mean, if he continues like this... Let, 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 let me tell you Let me tell you for, for a certainty. I think this is like his fifth or sixth yellow this season in mm-hmm. seven games. Yes, yes. In the Champions League, he has two yellows in six games. So the way it is going, every season he might get at least a red card, and then okay. if he plays for tw- if he plays for twenty seasons, is that not twenty red cards? 
Okay, now let me let me say something now. Is having a red card is not a bad thing. Let me just put it out out there. It's not a bad thing, but it becomes well. It becomes, it's, a, it's a bad thing if it costs your team that game. To me, when a red card is even bad is when you get a, an unnecessary red card like the one he had. It was very unnecessary. Like for example, like Steven Gerrard, there are some red cards I can remember Steven Gerrard collecting for his team because he knows that he needs to get that red card. But why get some that Steven Gerrard took in his career that were like that was just a very very stupid red card. So I remember now, against United, very very unnecessary red card. Yeah, he he just came on. I, yeah, he came on from the bench, and yep, I think it was yep. on, or it was on Andy Herrera when he just went to San Andy Herrera. So like there are some red cards that are unnecessary. But I just think at the end of the day, like as Xavi grows, he will learn that he will learn how to control his aggression better. But now he's uh, he's a seventeen year old that. He's using his aggression so that people will intimidate him. That's where I just see it. Um, I think Don, I think I think you can have controlled aggression. Controlled aggression is always very good. I think Gerard had that in his career, so you don't want to be going over the top to Sergio Ramos levels. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, now what I wanted to say before was. And after the game, Javi spoke about that's Javi now, the coach, not Gavi. Javi spoke about that Barcelona need to learn how to defend leads. And I'm like, no, it's not to defend leads. You need to learn how to defend. Like, end of story. Like, defend. I told you, I told you, if Dortmund has the, well, has the worst um, defense in Europe, that means they need to check that stat because... I can I can confidently tell you that Barcelona will no, no, it's, it's, not it's not a start. It was just my opinion. Okay, okay. So, like, the truth is, Barcelona, they don't know how to defend. And I think come, come this summer, I think that place, um, the defense will be a top priority for Barcelona. Like, we've seen already this summer, them prioritizing attacking players, um, like if, um, Fran Torres and all of that. So, I think come this summer, the defense will be a, a top priority because for a long time, we've been saying this thing, Barcelona, if... They've thrown away so many points this season from a leading position. So they need to cut that out if they want to come back. Like Laporta has said that Barcelona are back. If they are truly back, they need to start cutting that out of their game. So so speaking of Barcelona defenders, news about two of them. Samuel Titi has signed a contract extension. Yes, I am not joking. A contract extension. But before Barcelona fans smash their phones on the ground, just hear me out. It is because it has helped them now to register or it will help them to register Ferran Torres because he has taken a pay cut, extended the years, but taking a pay cut, which is actually smart. I think Barcelona now are actually using their head to make some of these deals. I know Umtiti is not loved by the Barca fans, but at least this is good news, but maybe <laughs> they don't like Umtiti, so like semi-good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw it, like I said, it, it was a necessary, a necessary evil that needed to happen. Like I don't, me seeing him Titi saying him Titi signing a new contract from now to twenty twenty six is actually annoying. But when you actually deep it and clock what they did, so for example, let's just do a quick math. So for example, now if Titi's salary, if Titi earns eighteen million every year, so in twenty twenty three we're paying it. His current contract will expire um, next season. So in 2023, we could have paid him 18 million plus half of that 18 million. So now he has taken a pay a 10 10% pay cut. So instead of him earning 18 million a year, 
will be earning 16.2. That is 10% of 80 million. So when you now dip it, 16.2 spread across that four and a half years of this new contract. That means Ntiti will now be earning 3.6 million every season. And now, Barcelona now puts a, a clause in it that they can terminate his contract in 2023, where his previous contract was supposed to end in 2023. They now put a clause now in this new contract in 2023. They can actually terminate his contract on an agreed fee of about 6 million. So you can see that the deal is very, very sweet and very, very clever from Alimeni, who broke out um, what, that. What is gaining by that? Sorry? What is Umtiti gaining from that clause? Umtiti gaining... What, is, what, 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 it does, um, what it does now to both parties is Umtiti now is not an attractive option for that club because one of the reasons why clubs were not coming for him was they were deterred by his... Um, what is it called? His wages. Now, his wages now looks more affordable for any club that wants him. And now, what he now does is, he now removes this financial strain on Barcelona and it now enables both parties to leave the deal uh, in a new, mutual beneficial manner. So, that's, that, that, that's, that's where I see it. I see, I see. Um, that actually makes sense. So, good for Titi, good for Barca. And good for Ferrantes, who I believe is still not fully fit. So we have to wait and see when he actually makes his debut for the club. And Gerard Piquet, he went on social media to debunk claims by Catalan, basically troublemakers, and saying that he was earning $28 million a year, and then he... He posted the bank deposit that said, basically, these guys are liars. Exactly. Like, this is the first time in my entire... In and my entire... he wasn't the only one they threw under the bus. It was, it was PK. Then they said Sergio Busquets was earning $23 million. Then they said... The one that actually blew me, blew me away was Sergio Roberto was earning $20 million. Please, how? <laughs> Roberto might actually be earning $20 million still. But... Um... But the other captains, they are not earning that much again because they took a pay cut. And PK actually debunked that. Like, this is the first time I'm actually happy PK is using um, Twitter to defend himself. Other times, I will criticize him. Instead of you to train, you're pressing your phone using Twitter. Did you see what another thing that PK did this weekend? When... No. Uh, okay, so... Um, I think we're about just going to the Madrid game. But... I don't know. You were saying something about PK and you don't like his use of Twitter. What what did he do wrong on Twitter? No, no, no. Before, like previous years, you see PK on Twitter always arguing with journalists, fans, and all of that. But this is the first time I was like, okay, I respect, I respect what you did there. He just he murdered the journalist. He didn't, he didn't even say anything. He just screenshots his bank deposits and his details and and just be like, do with it what you will. Like, he has clowned the journalists. Like, I like that kind of banter. When we, you don't need to even just, that is my drop. That is my drop. Just put it there. Oh, yeah, yeah just it. What you do. Nice. Like, I just like that. Like, classic, classic. So, um, I'm, I think that that, that, that should be, that should be. It. So, let's go back to the Madrid game. The Madrid um, game where. Yeah, but like, but like, Madrid game still ties with Gerard Piquet in, in a weird way because Valencia tweeted after the. 
penalty that really was a non-penalty for Real Madrid for the first time. Of course. Time. Of so course. By, Cas- Casemiro pushing himself and getting a penalty. So, well <laughs> so Val- Valencia tweeted at, at Money Heist and then and saying robberies are happening and then the Alpique told them that they should reduce their voice so that there won't be problems. <laughs> <laughs> is it true? No, 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 no. Is it true? Like, um, the, the, the truth is, if um, the, the truth is, if a club starts saying things about referees and the FA, you know this already. They find them heftily, and they, they some of some are, um, they, they they actually find a way to even ban. I'll, I'll never, I'll never understand that about football because it's like you're basically telling these people to be mindless, brainless, emotionless zombies that they cannot think for themselves. They cannot say that this referee was. We feel this referee was unjust to us today. You like, you cannot say. It. So I don't get why the fine players, clubs, coaches. To me, it makes no sense. It makes it removes free will. We hear not normal. Human rights, every human being on earth, freedom of speech. But in football, there's no freedom of speech. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Exactly, exactly. So it is what it is. Like, got it for the Valencia, the Valencia, um, the Valencia team. But no, no, but now let, let's be let's be realistic. Let's know about that's, the, yeah, Valencia no, no, that, that, that's what that's what yeah. I want to highlight. That's what I want to highlight. Like, I'm, I'm saying got it for them, like for them losing in that manner. But I still felt that Real Madrid still ha- had enough to beat them. Like if they were much they beat uh, the first square, like there won't be any outcry or anything. No, but but, but the, the, I think the rest of the goals were fair and square, were they not? Uh yeah, yeah, they were they were, they were, but like you could see some challenges flying in that deserved red cards, second yellows. Mendy should have been sent off for so, for that, I think. And Mendy. Ex- exactly. Even Casimero. Even Casimero, Casimero had some challenges where he got away with so many things. So, so many Kasper, things. Kasper gets away with more, with more almost every other week. So, the, 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 so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, when you look at when you actually deep it, Ramadin has the quality to beat Valencia. Let's be real. But to actually go down that way, like, it leaves a sour taste in Valencia supporters. Well. So, I get what they were With another base, I mean. Yeah, that, the guy's on fire. The guy's on fire. Like, I think I mean, now, it's that time Brazil. I have to accept now that okay. in world football, Vinicius mm. is the most informed left winger on earth. You see, you see, this is why I don't like all this nonsense. We football fans. Did you? So did you hear we're talking about we're talking about Vinicius. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about Vinicius, and I'm bigging him up. I'm giving him his due credit. Now I want to start doing best thing in the world. Nah, nah, nah. Please, please, please. Let's pipe down. Let's relax. Please, please, let's please re- better right now. Tell me. Let's relax. I don't. I don't. I don't need to start please comparing anybody. Just don't worry. Like don't worry. What I would just say is, big up to Vinicius. He's playing well, and I think Zaita in the national team stop overlooking this guy and give him the color that he deserves. So that's what I would just say. Um. So, like, so, ladies and gentlemen, nothing to say. No level of Vinicius, so that is that. And okay, so we're done with Spain, right? Uh, the one more thing, you're forgetting something. The, there's a competition happening in Riyadh, the Classico. 
What? What competition? Uh-uh. Check your calendar, though. Uh-uh. Super... Oh, 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 oh. That... That... Clap... Um, glorified friendly tournament. Of course. Of course. Glorified friendly. Of course. Of course. It, I mean... Sorry, sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is equivalent to... The German Super Cup and the FM Community Shield in the Premier League is it not in England? I don't care what is what is equivalent. No, no, no. I like like the one that they play at the beginning of the season with with two teams, winner of the league and winner of the cup. Mm-hmm. And now in Spain, they've turned it to this mini tournament of absolutely nothing. Like means absolutely nothing because. You have four teams when you should have two, and it's just about it's a money grabbing scheme. Let's be honest here; yeah, they are taking it to the far east to have money and everything. So it's good for the league, but really, should we be caring about that? Well, no problem. Of course, I know Joshua will have something to say. Everything he always have a, a very very awkward this, view of things, so it's very. This is cool. not, this, to me, to me, this is the same thing as the UEFA Nations League. Ah. Ah, ah. Okay, no further. If you want, if you want the tournament to return to his like the not, I can't even call it a tournament. If you want the match to return to his glory days, make it winner of league, winner of cup. Don't be bringing these these extra two teams that have no place being there. They have no reason. No problem. Being there. No problem, ladies and gentlemen. Just in case, next episode, I'm the only one in the next episode. You all know why Josh will be missing, so no problem. Let's move on. No, but 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 to be fair, I think the classical is always a big deal. But but see see now, let's imagine that there was no classical. Either Real Madrid or Barcelona was not in this tournament. Would it be receiving any hype at all? That's true. That's true. Yeah, no one would look at it. That's no the... one but that. Class classical means something, but the tournament doesn't mean anything. I don't know if that's possible, but that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You're right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so for you, are you expecting anything positive from the game? I just um, what I would just expect is I just want players like Fati, Ferran Torres. They should just get like twenty minutes. I don't need them to be rushed. Just twenty minutes. Ferran Torres. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. yeah. Expect, I don't know. Okay, let me not speak for you. When I expect Real Madrid to be dominant and to win, I don't think you want to put a new signing to to that, like in that atmosphere. Because what if he misses chances and then all of a sudden after his first match, the Barcelona fans turn on him? I don't think he should be playing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you look at it from that perspective, that's true. That's true. But what I'm just saying is like, I need the likes of Pedri, Ferran Torres, all these guys giving one or two, three, or one or um, like 10 minutes max or 15 minutes max so that they can still have that um, rhythm, that game time so that come the weekend and come uh, our La Liga games, they can actually be match fit and match ready so that we can actually start getting points so that we can close the gap with the four. So that's why, that's what I'm just looking at because uh, realistically, I expect for my to but if my Barcelona can pull off a magical thing, then good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not your possibility. I think Barcelona can win, or I expect Madrid to win. Um, now over to the CVR. 
we had, I mean, a cracking game. Roma losing 4-3 to Juventus, who actually went a man down late in the game. Um, how did Roma throw this away? Um, this, this is the thing that we said before the build-up. I always or, said... Or, or, wait, or, or wait, or should I say, where Roma... Did Roma throw it away, or did Juventus actually play really well towards the end? No, 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 no. I would not say Juventus, um, Juventus played well. Like, that, that, that is the only... Because I watched the game. What I would say is Roma threw it away. Because the game was in Roma's hands to control and kill off. Because even when Roma were three up, Roma was still threatening. And they couldn't just kill off the game. So what I would just say is, it's the same thing I, I said. Like, this false hope. Mourinho... Mario might be in the decline. Yes, it's obvious to see Mario has declined. But Mario still has his coaching abilities. We've seen Roma have fantastic results this season. But there's something oh, yeah, that is sorry. very They have not beaten any big team this season. That's, 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 I'm not saying fantastic results against teams that are in and around their level. That's what I'm trying to highlight. But when you look at it, there's something that has been constant. Like you said, they've not been able to beat any team that is bigger than them. And... It's not just because, the, like, you cannot just say because Mourinho is a brilliant manager, they should be beating these teams. You need the quality to beat those teams. And Roma don't have that quality to beat those teams in a 90-minute match. It's not even possible. And we saw it in the weekend when they collapsed. So, it's evident there. Okay, so from what, I, what I'm hearing for you is, from you is, no blame for Mourinho, all blame to the players for lacking quality. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Why, why do you twist whatever I say? Is that what I said? No, no. That's ex- that is ex- exactly what you just said now, that they lack the quality. To- is it not what you just said? Uh-huh. Yes, that's what I, I said. Uh-huh. I what you said. Uh-huh, but I, the way you put it, that's not what, the way I put it. You put it in a criminal way. And that's not the way I put it. No, 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 no. Stop twisting what I say. Say what I say exactly. Don't twist it, please. Don't but twist then, it. But eh? then, or Mourinho and Roma, they actually missed the chance to make it 4 4. They missed that penalty. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Roma, born, Rome, born and bred player missed it. So the fans won't turn on, me, on him because he's one of their own. Lucky for him. No, when, then, he, when, he, when he missed it, I was not even angry with him. Like, I was just like, he's just one of all those things. He's just one of all those things. And you're not angry with him because you're not a Roma fan. Imagine if it was your club. Now, if it's on my club, I might be angry, but like when you think of it, like anyone can miss the penalty. But the thing, the only thing I'll be angry about the penalty is like, why did they take you know what's what I hate? When you take so much time to start giving a penalty decision, you're not mounting pressure on the no, no, player. They have like, to be sure, they have to be sure because it, no, 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 no. it was the second this... yellow for the elite as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know what you mean, but what's one, one thing I, I, I want you to make you understand is it is a disadvantage to the attacking player, the player that wants to take the penalty because the, it, there's so well, much the pressure the, already. The is a big advantage for the attacking player, so I don't think we should be crying for them that they are they are have they having extra seconds to wait. I mean, man, well, well, like I, I don't see it like it's amounting so much pressure, wasting more time. They will now start talking in his ears, saying different things. Well, I get what you mean, but no problem. And then lastly, on the game, Mourinho, after the game, criticised his players for... Now, the words he used were, his players are too nice. What does he mean by that? Like, they are not street <laughs> they can't, they can't see out games. 
Typical Mourinho. He bashed them as usual. <laughs> typical Mourinho. Ah, and, the then, is, the then, and then the English tabloids took it a step further by saying that he called them weak. <laughs> <laughs> ah, typical Jose. He has not changed at all. The truth is, at the end of the day, like uh, we expect Mourinho to give that kind of press and, conference. And, and, and you know, you know, you know the most head busting part about his interview. He said that the players need to learn from him; that he's not learning from them. I don't. Why does he keep saying these sort of things in the press? Like, why who, who, who said learn from your players? Like, who said that? <laughs> Mourinho wants wants his players to be uh, sinister. Like him. Hey, <laughs> I, I love Mourinho as a character, but I'm not so sure that I love him as a manager anymore. Don't worry. Mourinho will come back. His comeback is coming. Just give it two more years. Two more years. His comeback will come. Well, he has back. a contract. So, after these two more years in Roma, I don't see any other big team getting him. Except his PSG or Newcastle with their new money, I don't see any other big. It depends. Team. It depends. It depends on what happens next season. So, for example, if Roma now were to now sign like three key players, there may be one or two fringe squad players next season. I'm just giving an example. It might not happen. It might happen. So now, Roma now challenge for the for the league. And let's say they didn't, they don't win it, but they actually put up a challenge to be like to next. Till 2024 April, and then actually win a cup. That will see Mario's stock increase. So that's what I'm saying. It just depends on what he do with this Roma team. Well, that's true. Well, we'll be keeping a close eye on that. Um, let's talk about the Milan sides. Um, not really Inter, cause I mean they won. Surprise, surprise. Now Inter, um, they're not Milan. They're not Milan. Milan is one. Milan is one. We know what Milan is. Red and black. So, oh, Inter, okay, Inter, okay. Inter. It's just like Atletico and Madrid. They are two different clubs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like when you say Madrid, we all know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Understand. So, so um, Inter won, Lazio 2-1, two of their centre-backs scoring. But then I want to talk about my boy, Theo Hernandez, for AC Of Milan. course. Of who course. goes left back, for God's sake. Of Although, course. Some cynics to say one was a penalty, but I don't care. It's two goals. Even the great Zlatan had to leave the penalty for the greater Theo Hernandez. Of course, of course, of course. This is because you want to run agenda. The great Zlatan living. No, no. Let's 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 no no. Let's cut the crap now. Theo is okay. the best goal. Is the best what? Where is that? Left back in Europe. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Alfonso Davis, is he playing cricket? Hmm? Arguable. It's arguable. Like you can't wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Robertson, eh? Is he playing golf? <laughs> Robertson of this... Sorry, sorry. Robertson of this season has not been up to tail of this season. Of course. Then, we now have John Cancelo. Is John Cancelo playing tennis? Is more of a right back. No, 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 no. Where has he played ball this season? Let's not lie to ourselves. You see, you see, you see, you see. When you want to run agendas, run it properly. Okay, okay, don't, okay. is one of this. the best left backs in Europe. Can we? Can no, no, no. Don't, don't put him there. He's a good player, but don't put him what, there. He's what, not there. What, 
He's, he's a good player. He's not there yet. He's what not there he's yet. Not there. Top five. He's top five. He's not even better than his brother. That's 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 the truth. He's not even better no, than let's his not, brother. Let's not let's not even go there, please. Let's not go there. He's let's, like he's like far ahead of Lucas. Like far of course, ahead. of course, of course, because because the agenda doesn't suit him. Of course, of course. I hear you. I hear top you. Top five backs in the world. We have Cancelo, Alfonso Davis, Robert. That's three. I can't call two more ahead of two. Okay, no problem. It's, it's calm. You, it's can't calm. you can't either. When, when they, um, um, the Chelsea left-back, um, Chilwell was playing, can Teo chat to Chilwell? Eh? What do you say? Can Teo chat to Chilwell? I don't understand that question. Is it QL's career or QL of this season? This, this the QL of this season for the injury. Yeah, I think they, they were on, on par with each other. I think so. Oh my god. Okay, it's okay. Now I'll let you run your agenda. I give up. It's okay. <laughs> oh god. This tail slander shall not be tolerated. I'm not going to stand for it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. I, there's nothing to tolerate because I give up already. It's okay. It's okay. No, and Theo is the best left back in the world. No problem. Let's let's run. Let's run with it. Okay. One of one of one of the best. Oh, okay. Now now one of okay. We we'll underline it. We we'll underline. We we'll underline that place. One of underlined. No problem. Let's 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 run with it. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk. Let's touch on the Afcon. Um. The first game, let, let, let's just put it like this. Which team has impressed you the most so far from the two days? Truthfully, none. None, 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 really, none. And uh. you, you call me pessimist. How can you just say none? Like, like, you didn't even think about it, you just said none. I, what is there to think about? I've watched most of the games. The only one, I think it's just two, two I didn't watch. But, so, but, and the two I didn't watch, I've seen the highlights. So, Truthfully, like none so far. None so far. Burkina Faso, they were shit. But Cameroon won. But Cameroon didn't play well. Cape Verde and Ethiopia. Ethiopia and Cape Verde are not footballing countries. They, um, but one person has to win. And that was Cape Verde. Senegal, the same thing. They won by the struggling, struggling. Like, like I can go on and on. But today we see the big boys. The big boys. When you want to bam, bam, you want to chill with the big boys. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Morocco actually beat a very, very decent Ghanaian team, did they not? Okay, okay, let's. Uh, okay, we'll give it to Morocco. We'll give it to Morocco. We'll give it to Morocco. We'll give it to Thank them. Morocco. You very much. We'll, Morocco has very well. Although, but, but although I, have, I, have, I have my problem with the coach because I don't get why you're fighting with Hakim Ziyech, clearly their best player, but. If they go on to Afcon without him, then the coach is a genius, is not? Mm, but this is the same thing I've been saying. Like there are some things that are just beyond because you're the best player. Discipline and respect and principle has to be implemented because if not, you enter. You know, you, know, you know, the thing is, not even a clear situation of okay, ZH is was wrong. ZH is denying what he said. ZH is like saying he's lying, so he's not even like was sure that ZH was actually wrong. The truth is, like, if it did not happen, there's no way his coach would be benching the best player. So let's just let's just look at it like head of, of and people that keep I, it. I've heard of what? 
pettiness, people that are petty. I think you should have heard of it because you're petty yourself. About, uh, <laughs> pettiness to that extent that you cost the team. You know? that, that one is deep for me. It's, if that is what the coach is doing, then that one is deep. So you are saying something about the big boys playing today. Um, yes, you want you want, you want to cheer with the big boys, huh? You want to bam bam. Hey, welcome me, welcome me, depression. Welcome, Salah, right? You said you mean Mosala? Yeah, a madman. Yeah, a madman. <laughs> oh, we're talking about the big boys, the big boys, the ones coming with the fresh kit, the vibes, me, the giant me, of Africa. Let me just say this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In December, in fact, let's even go further. In November, I was already excited because I felt Nigeria can win the AFCON. I was waiting on and I was looking on Emmanuel Dennis, Senior Man Kells, and our very own goal machine, Victor Osime, to bring the goods. And fast forward to January, two out of those three are out. Osime with injury. Dennis with incompetence of the NFF sending the call-up email late. I still don't understand. I can't wrap my head around it. And so now I have no hopes. I think Nigeria cannot win the AFCON. As much as I want them to, I don't think they can. Hmm. I, I, I have to agree with you. Like, I, I think there are better teams than us. You have Algeria. You still have Morocco in it. Like, are, all these East African teams, they, they play good football as well because of the quality of players and the quality of their um, local leagues as well. So, I don't think... I, I think you agree that the big boy today is Mo Salah? No, 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 no. no. I, this is a very terrible G team. I'll tell you that for sure. The only team you have is Salah. And you see that today. This is a very terrible Egyptian team. Like, no, I'll be surprised. Yeah, if I'll, I'll be surprised if Nigeria doesn't win. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you the truth. This is a very terrible Egyptian team. You will see what I'm saying. Like, the midfield is not structured. Defensively, they are not as good. They just have Musala to their name. That is just it. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, if you have the Egyptian god, then you can, you can just feel some mortals beside him. And then you can still get the job done. No, no, no worry. Nigeria, Nigeria all the way. We'll, we'll, we'll pack them today. We'll get our first three points. Work, well, let, me, let, me be, let me be patriotic and say Nigeria will scrape a 2-1 win, but Salah will probably score. No, Nigeria doesn't scrape anything. We're winning. Light work. Just hear me. Light work. This is light work. <laughs> you know what Fal say? Soft work. For me, the way, the way Barcelona have been making light work of their opponents this season. Why are we calling club football into this? Like, we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about our nation here. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I, let's just let's just let's just end okay, it. okay. I, I see what I see what's going on here now because Barcelona is not giving you joy, you've now deflected to Nigeria. But when Barcelona <laughs> were winning trebles, you weren't as passionate about as this about the super goods as this. No, 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 don't lie in my name, don't lie in my name. <laughs> Don't lie, my name. There's no evidence of that. Let's not do that. There's no evidence. Of, is there? Is there? Do you have any? There's no evidence, but we both know the truth. We, there's nothing like we both know. I don't know what you know. I don't even. You don't know what I know. Let's not do that. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not pretend here, please. Please. Okay. Uh, so, so, so I said Nigeria will scrape the win, and you said Nigeria will win easily. Is that what you said? 
what I just said is simple. Light work. Like, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, Nigeria are going to win 5 0 according to Leonard. You can't that is not what I said. That is not what I said. <laughs> you are misleading light work? I just said Nigeria will, will make this match. Lights work. Finish. And then, no, I don't understand. Any, whatever you want to start putting into that, that is your own problem or your own um, progressive. But for no me, um, this is lights work. Lights work. I've said what I said. I hope so. I hope so. And then we'll talk about this on Friday, our next episode. When so, we we'll have three points, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, so thank, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.